self-sufficiency, a definition, and a lifestyle. Do you truly know what self-sufficient living means? The definition of self-sufficiency is basically having the ability to provide everything you and your family need to live and survive without the help of outside sources. In today's podcast, we'll explain a bit more about self-sufficiency, but also we'll show you some of the places around the world where you can live off the grid. One of these self-sufficient locations is El Hierro in the Canary Islands of Spain. El Hierro Island has become a role model throughout the world thanks to its hydro-wind power station, which is nothing less than a wind farm and a water power station interconnected with the island's power system. The hydro-wind power station enables an intermittent source of energy to be transformed into a controlled and constant supply of electricity. It also has a water power plant and a desalination plant. El Hierro has thus become the first fully sufficient island in the world thanks to renewable sources of energy. Additionally, the whole island was declared a biosphere reserve in 2000, joining the World Network of Biosphere Reserves of UNESCO's Man and Biosphere Program. The next location is Findhorn Eco Village of Scotland. Talking about the self-sufficiency definition, Findhorn Eco Village is a great example of this. Situated in the beautiful Findhorn Bay of Moray, it's a synthesis of the very best of current thinking on sustainable human settlements. Within the eco-village, sustainable values are expressed in the constructed environment with ecological housing, innovative use of building materials such as local stone and straw bales, beauty in the architecture and gardens, and applied technology in the living machine sewage treatment facility and electricity generating wind turbines. Sustainable values are also expressed in the community's social, economic, and educational initiatives. A great deal of talks and workshops are held in the community where they explain how they have been able to become a sustainable community so successfully, receiving nearly 14,000 visitors from 50 different countries every year. Next on our tour is Samso Island of Denmark. In 1997, Samso was appointed Denmark's Renewable Energy Island. This designation was followed by a concrete assignment to prepare a 10-year energy plan for the island for the purpose of encouraging and helping Samso to modify its energy supply from fossil energy to renewable energy. The project was a success. In 2007, Samso's inhabitants were able to declare their island 100% energy self-sufficient based on wind, solar, and biomass energy, an achievement that was largely due to wide support and investments. 
For instance, a great number of Samso's inhabitants have replaced their oil burners and have insulated their homes. Joint local forces support the island's district heating plant. Another location is Dancing Rabbit Eco-Village of Missouri in the United States. This eco-town is nestled in the state of Missouri and is a result of a vision from three students back in the 90s whose goal it was to grow to be a town of 500 to 1,000 residents living self-sufficiently. Each resident is committed to living a self-sufficient lifestyle that is also eco-friendly. While other eco-communities might try to exclude themselves from mainstream life, Dancing Rabbit wants to function alongside it. Public information from the village says, Although Dancing Rabbit strives for some levels of self-sufficiency and economic independence, we do not sequester ourselves from mainstream America. Rather, outreach and education are integral to our goals. The fifth destination on our tour is the eco-village in Torre Superiore of Italy. The medieval village of Torre Superiore is a little jewel of medieval architecture situated in the foothills of the Ligurian Alps, a few kilometers from both the Mediterranean Sea and the French border, close to the coastal town of Ventimiglia. Dating from the 13th century, this village consists of three main buildings with over 160 vaulted rooms, all linked by an intricate labyrinth of stairways and terraces, and has been compared to a labyrinth or a fortress built on the side of the mountain. The community warmly welcomes people who wish to learn about their off-the-grid lifestyle. They even invite people and guests into the village to have a look at their lives. This small village is home to about 20 residents who are permanent there, but they gladly host guests from all over the world. Our final destination is Mazdar City in Dubai. The ambitious plan for the first 100% environmentally friendly and self-sufficient city in the world began in 2008. It had been predicted to finish by 2016, but because of the world crisis, it is still continuing as of 2020. Mazdar City is in the middle of the desert, 17 kilometers away from Abu Dhabi, and in 2013, they decided to open one-third of the city in order to receive tourists and its first residents. This amazing city has a perimeter wall for holding back the desert's strong winds and sandstorms, as well as using wind currents to keep temperatures pleasantly cool and structure narrow streets through the city for this purpose. The whole city is provided with energy through solar panels to give electricity, as well as water treatment and urban transport. Vehicles consists of electric cabins which go all over the city in a few minutes, and they have an electric train, so there is not a single car using fossil fuels. So what makes a place self-sufficient? We've talked about the self-sufficiency definition, 
We've named some places where living sustainable and eco-friendly is a lifestyle. But what factors contribute to becoming a self-sufficient location? The first is power self-sufficiency. One-way cities can move towards a self-sustainable power supply is by becoming energy suppliers themselves. Self-sufficient buildings generate their own food and energy with greenhouses for growing food, but these also supply large sloping roofs which can be covered in solar panels. Food also. The biggest reward for self-sufficiency is knowing that you can grow your own food, learn new things, and live free from others. It gives one the highest form of personal satisfaction, a greater sense of self-worth. Vertical farms are a developing area that will help cities to be able to feed themselves without relying on pollution or congesting roads and deliveries from elsewhere. Circular energy self-sufficiency. A circular energy economy factors reuse and recycling into the demands for products and services, and the concept can be a real boon to cities pursuing sustainable self-sufficiency. In a fully circular energy economy, even waste isn't wasted. The residences are based on circular energy play a key role and are sustainable as they are designed with a wooden structure. Thus, they define a new standard in ecology and functionality. And finally, water. With the climate crisis an increasingly pressing issue around the world, having a reliable and self-sufficient source of water is becoming more important for many cities. Santa Monica in drought-prone California is working towards complete water self-sufficiency by the year 2023. This has involved building groundwater wells and an underground treatment plant. The city has also implemented strict water neutrality rules. This means that when a site is redeveloped, it cannot have greater water requirements than the previous development in the same location. Finally, some tips for being self-sufficient. You might be thinking that being self-sufficient might be of good interest to you. However, maybe you aren't really sure where to start. Here are some basic tips to help you become more self-sufficient. First, sustainable housing. When you decide to embrace a self-sufficient lifestyle, you have to let go of a lot of modern thinking. One of the modern ways of thinking is housing. You live in one house for a while, then you sell it and move into a bigger house. Many people do this quite a few times over their lives. But instead, there are many skills that can be learned and benefits from living in one home for longer periods of time. Canning food, vegetable growing, saving energy, these can help with your journey towards self-sufficiency. Learning each new skill can enable you to become more independent. Gardening skills lead to self-sufficiency. It's possible to create some type of homestead right where you are. If you're in an apartment and have a balcony, you can grow something. If you live in the suburbs, there are ways to grow some of your own foods. 
Skills like building a greenhouse, composting, saving seeds, making your own fertilizer, or even collecting rainwater can help you to get as much food as your space will allow. Producing your own energy. Planning on investing in solar panels is such a good investment for the future. The idea that you can produce your own electricity and pay less per month changes your life. And once your solar panels are paid for, energy is free. Regardless of what is going on in the world, you will still have electricity. And finally, environmental preservation. Self-sufficient people care very deeply about their environment. They reduce waste in their homes to a bare minimum. Organic practices are used. They reuse as many materials as possible and use environmentally safe products. You should think to work towards the protection of endangered life such as bees and other wildlife. A self-sufficient lifestyle is not always easy to achieve. It doesn't happen overnight, it takes time, and can be a lot of work. So it depends in part on where you live and how self-sufficient you desire to be. We all have different goals and find ways to achieve those goals differently as well. I hope we've explained well the self-sufficiency definition and you're a little bit more keen on the idea of living off the grid.